Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede podcast, recapping SMU's big win over North Texas on Saturday night in Ford Stadium, 49-27. to SMU moves to 2-0 on the year. We're going to recap some of uh, the game, and I'll share some thoughts on really what was a a dominating start and and a a win for SMU that uh, was never in doubt. I'm Billy Ambody. Thanks for listening to the Pony Stampede podcast. You can subscribe to the Pony Stampede podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a rating and a review and check out all of our post-game coverage as it continues to roll out on PonyStampede.com. Look, SMU came out and just jumped out to a 28-0 lead over North Texas. Uh, Probably one of the more impressive uh, starts that I've seen out of an SMU team in quite some time and certainly... Um, you could you could say I think it's it's safe to say that um, it was uh, the most impressive start uh, in the Sonny Dykes era and and sorry they raced out to a twenty one nothing first quarter lead twenty eight to seven and then uh, twenty eight fourteen at the half uh, look I think the the big key here all night for SMU was certainly uh, Shane Bouchelle once again dealing twenty one of thirty one. Uh, on the night uh, for 292 yards, uh, three passing touchdowns, and uh, it's the first time in his career he's had consecutive 300-yard total yardage games. So he had some rushing uh, mixed in there as well on what was a really, really hot night, the fourth hottest time at kickoff in SMU history. And then Xavier Jones, uh, 100 yards on the night, 16 carries, 127 yards, SMU stuck with the run game. Uh, they really benefited from that in the third quarter. Uh, it's the first time since SMU has had a running back with three or more rushing touchdowns in consecutive games since Zach Line back in 2011. So a big, uh, big, big, um, I guess, milestone for Xavier Jones to uh, to break through with that. And then, look, uh, James Prochet, kind of after a quiet week where he was nicked up against Arkansas State, Comes back with seven receptions for 115 yards, a touchdown, and a two-point conversion. He's now fifth in career receiving yards and receptions at SMU. He passed Darius Johnson uh, in receiving yards and Jeremy Johnson in receptions. Another thing that I'd really like to point out, though, is, look, uh, Reggie Roberson uh, didn't get 100 yards, but I thought North Texas had to respect him so much, uh, him, both him and Prochet, um, and Roberson finished with six receptions, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Um, this was a totally different offense than we saw against North Texas a year ago. Um, Sonny Dyke said it in the post-game press conference. He just felt like last year's team was that much better than SMU when they went in there uh, and, and got beat up like they did in Denton this year. I, I think... There's a lot of credit to be given for the offense for capitalizing and jumping out to that 21 nothing lead, and um, and and kind of cruising from there. They came out in the in the third quarter and answered a field goal with a touchdown with Xavier Jones 10 yard run, um, and before uh, he ended the the third quarter with uh, a 51 yard touchdown run. Um, you know, I think the defensive line really got after it. Uh, this uh, on Saturday night. I mean, they were just outstanding. Um, SMU five sacks, seven total tackles for loss. Some most sacks since Tulane last year. 
and then uh, another um, interception, and it's the uh, 13th straight game uh, SMU has forced a turnover. So that's tied seventh in the NCAA for longest active streak. Two players that I really want to, um, three that I really want to focus on, Demerit Gary, I thought he was outstanding, had two sacks. He That's his best game, really, sack-wise, since the Houston game back in 2016. Uh, Patrick Nelson adds an interception return, uh, gets SMU back inside the five uh, with that one. Um, that, that ball really wasn't even close for Mason Fine, who uh, was under pressure by Patrick Nelson and others all night. Uh, Career-high two sacks for Pat Nelson. And then Richard McBride, uh, the Auburn uh, the Auburn transfer, career-high six tackles on the night. He, he looks like he's been playing at SMU for the past three years. Uh, really, um, you know, has settled in well. And, and I think that just shows kind of when you take a great athlete and you put him in position to succeed. And it kind of happened with Pat Nelson when he was healthy at times last year. Um, when you, when you put them in position to succeed, especially in this league, um, or, or at this level, they're going to have a chance to be successful. And I think Richard McBride is just kind of scratching the surface for what he's going to do. Another player, uh, two players, really Rodney Clemens and Brandon Stevens, Rodney team high, nine, nine tackles in a PBU, Brandon Stevens had two pass breakups, including one on a critical uh, fourth down, um, you know, play. I, I thought the, the the difference here, though, was I just thought SMU, especially defensively, because it's kind of more noticeable when you're coming after the quarterback and you're getting pressure and things like that. But I just felt like they they just really played their played their tails off and I think Sonny Dykes recognized that too um, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was a perfect game there are things to clean up for SMU here and there they kind of had a lull there in the second quarter but but they um, look they they didn't own the time of possession uh, but they played a clean game uh, with penalties um, three for just 32 yards um, one of those was Rodney Clemens kind of flexing on uh, North Texas when SMU was up big. Um, so that kind of drew that that drew a personal foul um, or, or a, a you know a misconduct or whatever. Um, so really, they played a clean game. Um, this is a a team right now that has a lot of confidence going into Texas State. That's something that they'll kind of have to watch. Um, you know, going forward, I think that um, I think so far two games in SMU obviously two and zero. That's what's important. But I think this this team is is as good as advertised over the summer. Last week against Arkansas State, they left points out there on the board uh, that that could have been um, you know, touchdowns, could have been um, really, I mean, just opportunities to 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 extend that score. Um, and this week they cleaned those up. Reggie James, um, Xavier Jones broke loose uh, and and made big plays and. And that was kind of the difference in this one being close and this one being, um, you know, not close. They added some new wrinkles. You know, we saw Shane Bouchelle in the zone read uh, once or twice. I think the run defense still needs to be a little bit short up, you know. But I think SMU knew going into this one, they'll have to take Mason Fine away. And, I mean, probably the worst game of his career in a, in a way, 21 
4.8 QBR, 17 of 32 for 152 yards, a touchdown and interception. Um, that's not going to get it done. They did uh, let Trey Siggers go for 18 carries for 164 yards. But look, that wasn't going to beat SMU on Saturday night. And so um, they took Mason Fine away. Sonny Dykes referenced the, the coverage sacks that they got there um, a couple times. He felt like in the uh, in the game that that really helped the defense get those sacks, uh, and I agree. I mean, if you look at Mason Fine, he's looking for places to go with the ball and couldn't couldn't really find any. And um, so, I mean, look credit credit to Kevin Kane uh, for his defensive staff for having these guys ready to go. They played so many guys. Um, I'm I, just in terms of guys that registered either a tackle or a tackle for loss or a quarterback hurry or PBU. Um, you can go down the defensive list and. Uh, you can see that they just played a ton of guys. They're really rotating. That's that's something that uh, Sonny said after the game was was really key is just how many different guys they were able to play. Last year, they, they maybe didn't have guys that understood what they were doing system-wise quite yet or uh, weren't confident or weren't ready. And this year, they just have so many guys that they trust. And, and I mean, you can kind of look on the back end. Uh, Rodney Clemens played. Uh, Chase Cromartie Chase Cromart played, Trevor Denbo played, Chevin Calloway played. Um, we saw, um, we didn't, we saw Cameron Jones play. I mean, there, there's just, you, you know, they're, they're starting to stack up depth everywhere and you can just kind of see them um, benefiting from it. I mean, Pat Nelson, Richard McBride, Richard Moore, Shane Haley, uh, are three of your uh, or four of your top five tacklers, and that's a good thing. Those are all linebackers. The other one was Rodney Clemens, who was around the ball a lot tonight uh, or on Saturday night. And and look, I just felt like uh, they did a great job. So hats off to them. Look, with that, we're going to take a quick break on the Pony Stampede podcast. Uh, what I'm going to do on this podcast is I'm just going to give you guys, uh, and I'm going to start doing this on some of these um, recap ones when the game is at home. Um, especially when we kind of get the audio quick and things like that. But I'm just going to give you guys Sonny Dykes' post-game press conference, and uh, that'll be it after the break. So with that, we'll take a quick break. We'll go back to Sonny Dykes uh, in the, his post-game press conference, and I uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend, um, and keep it locked on PonyStampede.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I mean, we play 12 times a year, you know what I'm saying? And, and our guys, you work out 300 times a year for 12 chances. And so, you know, I think there's some games that we looked back on last year, uh, you know, and probably not North Texas, honestly, just because 
when we played North Texas last year, they were that much better than we were. I mean, they just were. I mean, that, the score was probably not indicative of the of the difference in the two teams. I mean, I think Seth probably could have beat us, you know, by 30 more points if he wanted to. Um, and so, you know, we, we, we weren't very good, and, and they were. They were very good, and so it showed. And, you know, we played better tonight, you know. Um, we got off to a good start and lost our, lost kind of our rhythm a little bit offensively in the second quarter. And at that point, I mean, you knew they were going to come storming back. I mean, they, you know, they have a really good program. The players are highly invested. Um, you know, they have a great coaching staff. Um, you know, they're going to win a bunch of games. And so, and they've got confidence. So, you know, you knew they were going to make a run. And I thought, I, you know, they started to do it in the second quarter. You could feel the momentum kind of start to slip away from us. And, and they had it for a while. And, I thought, you know, the third quarter was big for us. You know, we came out and ran the ball better in the third quarter and, and uh, you know, I think warmed down a little bit. And I think the key for us right now is just being able to play so many different guys. So, you know, look, the, the rivalry thing, I mean, look, the way I look at it, we have 12 rivals. And, and, and beating North Texas is a big deal. I'm not trying to, to take anything away from, from that. I mean, they have a really good team. They've won eight or nine games, I think, the last three years. Uh, have played for conference championships and, and you know, we beat two teams. You go look at Arkansas State's done the same thing. I think they've won in some belt two out of the last three years. And so we beat, you know, two good football teams that have, have won a lot of ball games and, and played for championships and, um, you know, and we're getting better. You know, we're still, there's still moments where we're, we're, we're not very good, but, you know, for the most part, we were a pretty decent football team tonight. The fact that last year we Oh, I mean, it does. I mean, there's, but there's so many factors that go into that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think it's hard to look at it that way. I mean, we're we're getting better, and you know, it's like I told the guys afterwards. We gotta, you know, we're two and zero, and we gotta remember why we're two and zero. And don't think all of a sudden we have anything figured out because we certainly don't. Um, you know, we're just trying to to get better and play better next week. What do you think, Shane? Thought he played really well. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he's a good football player. You know, I, I uh, he made some throws in the first half. He threw a corner out to James. It was. About as good a throw uh, as you could as you could make. Uh, you know, he, he was pressured. He got the ball off. He you know he doesn't take sacks. Um, you know, he's just really a smart football player, and uh, he's a really good football player. I mean, he can throw the ball. He's got a great demeanor. He's calm. He makes good decisions. He doesn't force balls. You know, just all the stuff you want as a quarterback. And um, you know, it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, he didn't go through spring ball. You know, he's just. I think he's going to get. Excuse me. I think he's going to get better and better all the time, and um, you know he just needs to keep keep coming and keep improving. We replaced Kevin after that USPAT. Where, where, where you yeah, he's got a, he's got a little bit of a groin injury, um, and so you know I thought we'd kick him, and he, he didn't respond particularly well, and so we took him out. And we still ha had some issues with some snaps early. Now I think once we settled in, we were better. Um, you know, and that's something that you know that's going to get us beat if we don't get it fixed at some point. Considering how fast you started, well, the start from last week against Arkansas State, how important was it to start fast yesterday? Well, I think it was for sure, just because, um, you know, I think North Texas is a good football team, and, and they're a team that when they have momentum, it, it can be really difficult to, to deal with. Um, and I think, you know, and I, we saw that last year. You know, they just overwhelmed us early in that ball game, and so. Um, you know, it was important for us to execute and get off to a good start, and we put a good drive together. And you know, you look up and you're up 21 nothing. And you know, I knew it wasn't going to stay that way. There was there was none of us that that didn't think it was going to be a really competitive football game. Those guys are too good, and 
play too hard for that to happen. So, um, you know, we just had to keep grinding, and, and guys did. Too much pressure that you guys put on, on Mason? Yeah, I mean, I think a big part of that, I think, like anything else, sometimes that's coverage. You know, I think some of those were coverage sacks where, you know, we, we, we had guys covered and, and he had to hold the ball just a little longer and somebody got home. And then other times we won some one-on-ones. You know, we had some guys beat beat some linemen and get there, get there pretty fast. And, you know, I think our, we played really hard defensively. You know, we, you know, I hated the touchdown at the end that, on the fumble, you know, just because I think those guys played better than to, than to give them 27 points. But, you know, it was a great effort against a really good, um, against a really good quarterback and a good offense and a good football team. Xavier Jones now has six rushing touchdowns in two games. Other than health, what differences do you see in him? Well, I mean, I think he understands the offense better. I think he's comfortable with it. Um, you know, I mean, at this point last year, we're still trying to convince our players that the plays that we call work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, we're still trying to convince them that, uh, you know, look, that this is how you run power and this is how you block it. And it might not have been how you did it before, but it's actually going to work if you keep doing it that way. And, you know, and so there's a little bit of that that goes on your first year. And so we, we dealt with some of that and we're not dealing with that now. You know, I think the guys do what we ask them to do and, and you know, they, they're willing and they're, they're playing hard and they're playing with some confidence. And, um, you know, we'll kind of see where that takes us. Dallas jerseys, those were new. What, what kind of yeah, I mean, I think I think it kind of goes along with our with our theme is trying to brand ourselves as Dallas's football team. Um, you know, that's that's what we want to be. I mean, we're the we're in Dallas, and it's important to get you know everybody involved in SMU football. And we've said it over and over again. I mean, you don't have to be a you don't have to go to SMU. You, we can be your second favorite team. You can go watch you know Texas and LSU this week, but come to our game next week. You know, or go watch instead of going to Texas Tech, come watch us. You know, or or whatever, and so um, you know that's that's what we need to do. You know, we, we need to do that to be able to grow our program and build it the way we want to. And just want to give a quick shout out to our students. I think we had over two thousand students there tonight, which um, you know is big for us. We don't have a huge student body, and that's a, a very high percentage of students. So I appreciate them turning out the way they did and, and supporting our team. And it certainly means a lot to our players. You spoke after the opener about how enjoyable it was to go on the road and win in somebody else's stadium. Given the way your matchup last year with North Texas went, is there a way to compare the gratification that from getting? The I mean, you know, I think that the biggest gratification is, you know, you look at it and you go, "Well, we've made some progress." You know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's what you want to keep doing. You know, you just want to keep moving forward and put one foot in front of the other and get a little better every week. And you know, that's just what I believe in. You just you take it one game at a time, and and you don't, you know, losing is losing. It doesn't matter who you lose to, really. Um, doesn't really matter who you win, who you beat, you know, and, and so you've got to just, just keep moving forward and keep improving and keep getting better and learn how to play consistently and learn how to compete. And then, you know, at the end of the year, you look up and you go, wow, we had a good year. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of the way it's supposed to work. And just, just keep your head down and keep, keep moving forward and, and see, what, see, what that, see where that gets you. Some of those throws to Shelby tonight should have traveled. Does not surprise you, or does that mean? No, no. Heck, I saw him. I saw him up close and personal when he was at Texas. I was at Cal. I think it was his second or third start. And they came to Berkeley, and he threw it up and down the field. And had a heck of a ball game, and we, 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 you know, Cal won the game. Uh, but Shane played lights out. So it was, um, you know, saw him, saw him then, and so I'm really not surprised by anything he does. I mean, he's. You know, he's a good football player. You know, he just is. And he uh, knows how to play the game. And uh, I know this, we're, we're glad we have him.
Wyoming guy that's he's made you know a significant difference in our program. During preseason camp, you talked about your quarterback position, and you mentioned three guys: uh, Shane and Brown and Gibson. When you decided to pull Shane tonight, what made you go to Derek Green? Well, I, I, you know, a big part of that is, you know, we'll see how it all plays out with those quarterbacks, and you just never know with, with the four-game redshirt thing. Now, you know, you want to you want to save games for him because you don't know when when your quarterback's going to get dinged or you need him later at some point in the year. So we just felt like we wanted to preserve the games, um, you know, with those guys, and and um, and Derek deserved to get some snaps and. Jacob Orline deserved to get some snaps, so it's good to get those guys in the game when you have a chance to. Xavier Johns really um, stepped up in the third quarter. How important was that for you guys? It was big. Yeah, you know, we didn't run the ball particularly well the first half, and so, you know, we felt like that uh, we could stay with it, and, you know, we made a couple of adjustments at halftime, I think, that really helped us, um, you know, and, and we just kind of needed to stay with it. We just felt like we were close in the first half to popping a couple, and, um, and what happens is, as the defense starts to wear down, they get about a half step slow. And, you know, you keep you keep grinding, you keep grinding, and all of a sudden, you know, instead of getting tackled for a six-yard gain, now he slips a tackle and he goes for, you know, 51 or whatever it was. And and, and so you just – that's why you got to just stay with the run game. And sometimes we run it, and, you know, it's like you're banging your head against the wall and you're going, why are they doing this? You know, we're getting two or three yards at a time. But what we're trying to do is stay out of third and long, and we feel like we can – we can execute well enough where if we get into third downs and they're not real long yardage that we have a chance to, you know, to, to you know, to execute and, and to be able to convert first downs. Well, Texas did pretty nice job of kind of hanging around. Yeah. Weathering the they did. storm. Yeah. And they had that field goal in the first drive of the third. How proud are you with your team the way they didn't let it phase them? They, they yeah. Hang around. Well, I thought, first of all, I thought that was a big stop by our defense, you know, to hold them to a field goal right there for one. I, I felt like that was a big part of the game. If they score a touchdown there, then you know, then that's a could could be a big momentum shift. And our guys held them to a field goal, and we answered by going down to score. And I felt like at that point, you know, I felt like at that time that was the first time, you know, during the game I thought, you know, we've got some momentum now back from those guys, and, and started to feel like that we might have a chance to pull away. Um, but you know, when, when Mason Fine, when you're playing against Mason Fine, you know, I mean, when there's three seconds left, you somehow think that he still can score 28 points. You know, you're sitting there in your mind going, how are they going to score 28 in three seconds? And, you know, with him, you don't really count anything out. You mentioned the offense, your offense losing its rhythm a little bit in the second quarter. Was that because of adjustments by North Texas, or was there something within your offense that just got a little disjointed? Well, I think, I think you know, I think it was partly North Texas stopping the run. You know, we were... You know, they were selling out, putting a lot of guys in the box, especially on first down. And so we needed to, to take a couple of shots. And, and, you know, Steve or Shane made a really good throw to, to Reggie um, at that point. And, and, um, and you know, it was, it was a heck of a throw. We got a big play out of it, touchdown. And, and you know, that helped us a lot just because I think it loosened up, you know, got the safety playing a little bit further over and a little bit more out of the box and, and helped us run the ball later on. So. You know, the, the football is always kind of a game of cat and mouse. You're always giving up something to take something away. And, and so, you know, that's the good thing about about our quarterback and our receivers is that, you know, if they're going to commit guys to the box, then, you know, we have some guys that can win some one-on-one. So we have a quarterback that can consistently get in the ball. And, and so now that forces people to play a little bit differently, which allows you to run the ball. Anything else? Thanks. Okay, thank you.